Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thump it up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight's our night. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. It's going to be William Byron by a fender. Pocono is always a fun, fun place. It's a very tricky track. Uh, it's going to be even trickier this year with the downforce and everything. Kozlowski looking good. Coming off turn number three. Uh, I'm not really sure what to expect with the cup cars. It's interesting. I, I think uh, the guys were telling me that we're not going to be allowed to shift there. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Woody Kane. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to NASCAR Live. I'm Woody Kane filling in for Mike Bagley. On this week's show, we'll highlight each of the NASCAR Hall of Fame inductees that were announced last week in Uptown Charlotte. They include Tony Stewart, Joe Gibbs, Bobby Labonte, Buddy Baker, and Waddell Wilson. This weekend, we're heading to Pocono Raceway for the Pocono 400, and we'll get a preview of the race from some of NASCAR's top drivers as well as the Charlotte-winning crew chief, Cole Pern. Ross Chastain has competed in every single race this year among NASCAR's top three divisions. He's here today to talk about his season and much more. We'll go beyond the track with drivers and their experiences with magic as we head to the Tricky Triangle this weekend, and we'll have this week in NASCAR history. But first, Kyle Rickey joins us with the latest NASCAR news. Kyle? Martin Truex Jr. won the Coke 600, which is NASCAR's longest race, coming down to a late race restart in which he survived. Here's his reaction to an exciting 600 miles. Incredible. I don't even know what to say. I've never hit the wall before and had a car that could win a race. And um, pretty cool to be able to do that. That's stuff that you see uh, heroes do, you know, running the fence and and come back to win it. I mean, it's uh, pretty pretty incredible. We really went to school on each other this week and said, here's the things I need from you and here's the things that I need you to do. And we just, uh, we're, all, we're always honest with each other and try to get the most out of each other. And that's why, we, why it works. So just want to thank them for their hard work and the badass race cars. Not quite as a dominating of a performance for Truex as he had in the same race three years ago, but still impressive. Truex has now won three of the last five races in the Cup Series. It was a big week of racing for Joe Gibbs Racing. Not only did they win the Coke 600, but their leader, the coach, was announced as an inductee into the NASCAR Hall of Fame class of 2020. Not only did he get announced, but so did Tony Stewart, who won two championships for him, and Bobby Labonte, who won another. For me personally, obviously, the Hall of Fame is such a huge deal. Everybody, this is a good example of how I get pushed out front and get a chance to be in the Hall of Fame when it, you got race teams like this, crew chiefs like this, and drivers and everybody. It was a great effort tonight by everybody. Our pit crew, I think Cole will talk about everything, but it's just a thrill for me to be a part of it. I'm thrilled to be going in the Hall of Fame and just a, a great time for us. I think about, you know, how much God's blessed me and how much I miss JD. Got Coy here with me and for our family and everything is just a huge deal for us and the racing family at Joe Gibbs. You'll hear more from Gibbs later on, along with all of the living Hall of Fame inductees for next year. For more news, visit MRN.com and our social media channels and all of our podcasts, which you can find on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks, Kyle. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll start our tribute to the 2020 class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, beginning with Tony Stewart. He's our AutoZone Driver of the Week. 
Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When it comes to working at GEICO, our best advocates are our employees, like Maxine. But since she is so focused on growing her career, we hired an actor to read her story. At GEICO, I love mentoring the new associates to help them make this a career and not just a job. And with new opportunities and job stability, GEICO has been helping people grow their careers for over 75 years. The only downside? She still hasn't met the gecko. Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Fredericksburg? We're hiring claim sales and service agents. Apply online today at geico.job slash Fredericksburg. We'll look back at Tony Stewart's Hall of Fame career next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up. Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Last week, the NASCAR Hall of Fame announced the next five inductees for the 2020 class. The first name was Tony Stewart. Very interesting front row here for the Daytona 500. We just heard from Jeff Gordon. Now flanking Jeff in the number two position is Tony Stewart, a rookie driver. He's going to have to learn real quick. He's going to be in very fast company this afternoon. Doing what no other NASCAR Winston Cup rookie has ever done, winning three races in his rookie season. His 25th start in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, Tony Stewart is a winner. It's been a lot of fun in, in my career to uh, drive the different types of race cars I've driven for the different teams that I've driven for. Tony Stewart has clinched the 2002 NASCAR our Winston Cup Championship. The coach Joe Gibbs, the team owner, standing here clapping his hands. Yeah, I think he's great for our sport. Somebody that is a superstar, really. Tony Stewart gets by with help from Kyle Busch. Obviously, um, you know, I thought Tony was one of the best teammates that I've had. Here comes Tony Stewart off the line. It'll be his sixth NASCAR Winston Cup win of the year. Tony Stewart heading down to the line to see the white flag on his way to getting his first Winston Cup victory ever. And the 2005 Nextel Cup Series champion, it's Tony Stewart. I'm very proud today to be here and, and uh, announce that that uh, myself and, and Joe Custer uh, have, uh, with the Haas CNC team, have merged and uh, now have formed uh, Stewart Haas Racing. Tony Stewart has never won an all-star race, and he makes this first victory a very sweet one. His first as a Sprint Cup team owner, he'll win the 25th running of the Sprint All-Star Race at Charlotte. Eight years ago, when people asked me if I'd consider ownership in a, in a NASCAR team, I said, no way. I said I, I wouldn't be able to deal with the politics, but, you know, after owning racetracks and, and having race teams now, I think it's a side of uh, it's a side of me that I really enjoy. Here he comes for the first time as an owner-driver. Tony Stewart brings the Office Depot Chevrolet to Victory Lane. Tony Stewart has won for the first time as an owner. I still love what I do. 
I still love the sport. Or, you know, that's why I'm excited to be an owner in this series because I get to do everything I'm doing, just not driving the car. So it's, that part gives me enough flexibility to do some of the other things that I want to do. Kevin Harvick has a five-car late. Ladies off turn four, headed to the line. He sees the checkered flag waving. He's the winner of the Ford EcoBoost 400, and he is your 2014 NASCAR Sprint Cup Series champ. Look, I, I came here to race with Tony. So many emotions for Kevin Harvick as he becomes the 30th NASCAR Sprint Cup Series champion. You know, when I came to, to, to race at Stuart Haas Racing, you know, I just I thought he'd race forever. You don't really ever think about the end. You're having a great uh, time as an owner. Is there any possibilities of hanging up this silly driving habit? And just Give that mic away. You don't even deserve to have that mic right now. What the hell's wrong with you? Climb I mean, over this counter and come beat your ass. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get thing out of Tony. I mean, he's entertaining. Tony Stewart did take the white flag. He's coming around to score the win. He can hold off Jimmy Johnson. He can say and do some things to keep us all, all uh, laughing and wanting to see more. Steve Post is on pit road now with Tony Stewart, who's finished second four times here. Steve, is this the same Talladega as always? Let's find out. Tony, with the chase in mind, is this the same Talladega as always? I don't know. Why you got to yell when you're down here? It's nice and peaceful down here on pit lane. You insist on hollering down here. Danica Patrick. It's fun. It's fun to see somebody uh, say something unexpected or do something unexpected. You're just tired of watching these little kids whining, and they, they, they sit there and act tough when their crew guys get in the middle of it. It's about time. If NASCAR wants to let the guys have at it, it shouldn't be any different hockey. Let us have at it, and then when one guy goes to the ground, then it's over. Uh, great uh, soundbite from Tony Stewart there. With a face like this, did you think I would be famous? I mean, with a head like this, I thought I'd be a construction worker or something like that. So, Yeah, I'm no Fabio, of course. I'm with you on that. If you could participate in any Olympic sport, what would it be? Hey, just for the record, how much fun can I have with this answer? I know you can't wait, can you? I'm probably going to say female synchronized swimming. Get to wear that cool little thing over my nose so I don't choke and get to be underwater with a bunch of girls. As a competitor, he's one of the fiercest guys I've ever raced against, but at the same time, one of the most giving, caring guys. Jamie McMurray. I feel like Tony's the guy that always did a nice thing and would say, don't say anything to anybody about it, right? Like, so it was always kind of behind the scenes. Rick Hendrick, who Stuart Haas has an alliance with. At the time, I had tragedies in my life. He stepped out. Tony's got one of the best hearts of anybody I've ever met. That is all Tony Stewart. He's going to win the Coke Zero. There hasn't been any part of my career I didn't enjoy. Wins at Sonoma. What a finish for Tony Stewart. Said over 38 years, there's been a lot of big memories and a lot of big races that have happened. He's won the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series Championship. Tony Stewart comes across the line victorious tonight in South Florida. As a whole, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed everything I've done and, and the road that I've taken to get here. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Tony Stewart, inductee into the NASCAR Hall of Fame Class of 2020. Motor Racing Network talked with Tony and got his reaction on the announcement. Well, just proud, I guess. I, you're proud and, and, you know, you watch the video and then you, but the, then it, it totally changed from watching my moment to enjoying seeing the guy that, that really helped build my career with Joe. And then following that up with Bobby, it just, it, it wasn't about me. It was just kind of about all of us and, and about this whole group that's going in. And, and um, you know, there was that sense of pride, obviously, when Mike called my name. But um, at the same time, it, it was, it, it's fun to sit there and share that moment and, and know how much that's going to mean to Joe and to Bobby and, and to Waddell. I, I got to speak to Waddell a minute ago. So uh, to to be able to share that moment with these guys is something that I think I'm, I'm more excited and proud about being able to share it with them than I am about what it means just for me. Again, congratulations to Tony Stewart on his great honor. Coming up, we'll feature the other four in for next year. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. Three, two, one. The Firekeepers Casino 400, Sunday, June 9th at Michigan International Speedway. NASCAR's most entertaining track. There's tons to do with the whole family, like camping, live music, fireworks, and more. Tickets for as low as $39. Admission for kids under 12 is half price with a free pit pass, courtesy of Henry Ford Allegiance Health. 
Michigan International Speedway. You don't get it until you get here. Visit mispeedway.com for tickets. Congratulations to Martin Truex Jr. and his number 19 Joe Gibbs Racing Pit Crew for the win at Charlotte Motor Speedway. They are the Whelan Trusted to Perform Pit Crew of the Week. On lap 75, Martin's car hit the wall, bringing out the third caution of the race. But the team didn't give up as they worked on the machine to get it back in winning form. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Coming up next, we'll feature Joe Gibbs. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crushed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl Simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's him. Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He did, he did touch it. No, he knocked the hell out of me. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Thanks again for joining us on NASCAR Live. Another inductee for the NASCAR Hall of Fame 2020 class is Joe Gibbs. In 1992, Joe Gibbs debuted his new race team at the Daytona 500, fielding the number 18 Interstate Batteries Chevrolet driven by Dale Jarrett. For the recently retired NFL coach, it was the start of something big. The North Carolina native set up shop in Huntersville and found Victory Lane the very next year as Jarrett took home the checkers in the 93 Great American Race. Fades back off his back bumper, Jarrett to turn three. Jeff Bodine is shuffled to the back end, now battles with Jeff Gordon for the third spot. Up front, Dale Jarrett leads Dale Earnhardt off turn four by one car link back to the checker. Here they come off turn number four, Dale Jarrett's got the lead. He goes to the inside, Earnhardt's not going to get him. Dale Jarrett is going to win the Daytona 500 by STP. Earnhardt second, Jeff Bodine third. One of the greatest thrills of my life, I'll tell you, everybody's works on. I can't take much credit for this other than picking Dale and Jimmy. What a fantastic job by the crew and a great job by Dale all day. I want to say, hey, I, I just thank the Lord for having this kind of opportunity. I just say a special thanks to him because uh, the Lord's blessed me with two great thrills, coaching football and being in races. Bobby Labonte took the wheel of the iconic green number 18 in 1995 and drove JGR to its first championship in 2000. What kind of statement does this make for Joe Gibbs Racing? His driver, one of his drivers, is going to win the race. The other is going to win the NASCAR Winston Cup championship. As Gibbs's team expanded to a two-car stable in 1999, a young Tony Stewart joined the group, taking the controls of the number 20 Home Depot Pontiac. Stewart drove on to capture his first two championships with JGR in 2002 and 2005. Looks like indeed Biffle is going to be the winner of the Ford 400 and the 2005. Next Hell Cup Series champion is Tony Stewart. He pulls it off, finishing in the top 20 safely with a 35-point margin over Greg Biffle. What a fantastic finish to the 2005 season. In 2015, JGR had expanded to four full-time Cup Series efforts adding the number 11 in 2004, driven by Denny Hamlin, and the number 19 in 2015, driven by Carl Edwards. That same year, Kyle Busch drove the number 18 M&M's Toyota to his first championship, and Joe Gibbs is fourth. Win number 34 for Kyle Busch. It will be the biggest one he's ever seen. The checkered flag is out. The win goes to Kyle Busch. The championship goes to Kyle Busch. He has done it here in Homestead, Miami Speedway. Joe Gibbs and his family and all of Joe Gibbs Racing, everyone that gave me such a fast race car here tonight to drive. It was so much fun. Uh, this is just a, a dream come true. And my family, my wife, my son, uh, to, to have him this year and to have everything we've gone through this year to be in this moment 
Uh, I, I don't know what else to say, but, uh, but this is so special. Success seems to find Joe Gibbs wherever he goes. From football to NASCAR, his bar is set high for winning. Already a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Joe Gibbs goes into the NASCAR Hall of Fame with two of his most successful drivers by his side, Tony Stewart and Bobby Labonte. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Joe Gibbs as an inductee of the NASCAR Hall of Fame 2020 class. At Charlotte Motor Speedway, Joe Gibbs talked about the honor of being selected. You know, there's such a, such a thrill. I think my very first thought is I get shoved up front on things like this, but it's our entire race team. I thought back to the way our race team started and everybody that was a part of that first 17 people and uh, Jimmy Maycard gambling and coming over there with us. And you start with Dale Jarrett and then go through the drivers and obviously Bobby and Tony being a part of that. Uh, today is Coy and I as a family business kind of helping direct things. But I think back to J.D. spending 27 years of his occupational life building a race team. So those are the kind of things I think about. It's the other people who went with us and the fact that it's such a thrill being a part of this. But this really honors all those people that built our race team. The coach mentioned Bobby Labonte. He'll be a part of the 2020 class as well. By the time Bobby Labonte had made his rookie start at the NASCAR Cup Series level in 1993, his brother Terry had already been a tough competitor for 16 years, claiming the 1984 Cup Championship. Bobby lived up to the pressure and made a career of his own. Hailing from Corpus Christi, Texas, Bobby raced quarter midgets in his youth until the family moved to North Carolina as elder brother Terry's Cup career took flight. Bobby raced avidly in the Carolinas and in 1982 made his Xfinity Series debut at Martinsville. After a strong 1990 Xfinity Series season, culminating in a top five points finish, Labonte the Younger blossomed in 1991, winning the championship. Bobby's rookie season in NASCAR's Cup Series began with a 1993 Daytona 500, driving for Bill Davis. Labonte claimed his first win in the 1995 Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway, driving the lime green number 18 Interstate Batteries car for Joe Gibbs. He won two more times that season, launching a Hall of Fame career. Elliott has apparently run out of fuel and is being pushed in by Ted Musgrave, which on the last lap is not legal. But Bobby Labonte comes to the stripe, and for the third time this year, he'll win on the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. It is win number 16 for Chevrolet. Second place will now be handed over to Terry Labonte. Bobby Labonte reached his pinnacle in 2000 nabbing four wins, including the Southern 500 at Darlington. Bobby Labonte beat them all off the pit road, though. Came out first, led the pack uh, up into the corner. Jeff Burton falls in line behind him. The 15.9-second stop for Bobby Labonte. A great stop coming through again is the Interstate Batteries team. A little loose air pressure adjustment. They came in running fifth. They leave with the lead. The race is going to end as Bobby Labonte leads the field down to the start-finish line. Because of rain and darkness, the checkered flag is about to be displayed. And Bobby Labonte, after having such hard luck here at Darlington, is going to come home the winner of the 51st Pepsi Southern 500. We pitted, and I didn't think we were going to have another yellow. I, I was kind of actually looking for a lot of green because I, I was right with the three, and I thought I was going to be pretty good with the 88 behind me. I thought he was going to stay there, so I said, well, this is not going to be a bad finish here. And then um, we pitted, rains came, and they threw the checkered flag. I was like, now, that, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Bobby drove on to win the 2000 NASCAR Cup Series Championship. What kind of statement does this make for Joe Gibbs Racing? His driver, one of his drivers, is going to win the race. The other is going to win the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship. Congratulations, champ. How's that sound? It sounds great. Uh, I tell you what, um, it's uh, just an awesome feeling. Uh, you know, yesterday we weren't running that good, and I, you know, I just kind of hoped and prayed last night that we'd uh, be able to get it right, and we worked pretty hard, Jimmy and I did, on the setup this morning. And uh, we went back to a lot of old, old things we went to last year, and uh, you know, we weren't as good as Tony. Uh, congratulations to those guys. They had an awesome day today. But, uh, you know, we, we were stood tough and uh, stood tall there for throughout most of the day, uh, you know, fought a little bit, but um, that's what it's all about. And uh, these guys in the Interstate Pontiac team were great. Uh, all the guys back at the shop, I mean, just awesome. Uh, great, uh, great team effort. And uh, between the 20 car and 18 car, that's what it's all about. Labonte also distinguished himself as the first driver to win championships in multiple NASCAR Elite Series. Bobby's last full-time NASCAR season was 2013, followed by a limited schedule through 2016. Bobby and Terry Labonte, are one of only two brotherly duos to have both won cup championships, with Kurt and Kyle Busch filling out those ranks. 
Labani moved into the broadcast booth in 2014 for NBCSN, expanding to a second host slot at Fox Sports 1 in 2017. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Bobby Labonte as an inductee of the NASCAR Hall of Fame 2020 class. Bobby talked about his reaction over the weekend. Yeah, you know, my initial reaction, my wife and I went for a bike ride. She said, do you think this is a good idea, a good idea to go? I said, yeah, let's just go. Well, I'm not sure it's a good idea, but we'll just go for a bike ride. So we went, and because you just never know. I mean, I, I felt I didn't want to sit around and just think about it. I just wanted to go do something and get my mind off of it. And, uh, and then it turned out to be the best bike ride ever. So we kind of named it the, the Hall of Fame ride, even though we didn't get to ride very long. And the state patrolman that stopped us and said, you guys all right? Yeah, we're just over here just like on our phones. He thought something happened to us. But, you know, the emotions, I mean, it was amazing because uh, Amber called first and Winston texts next. And I'm still riding my bike. And I don't, probably don't recommend doing all that stuff at the same time for most people. But we stopped. And it was just uh, amazing that what with Terry already being in the Hall of Fame and then I, th I thought of my mom and dad right away. I'm thinking Bob, you know, is um, has never deviated for both Terry and I ever to do something different. You know, we always uh, had a passion of uh, racing, and he, he just, he and my mom were just always there for that, and they never, um, never did anything different. And my mom and dad turned 87 this year. I mean, it's it's like just amazing that the support that they've given us and uh, really cool. As Joe said, you know, I think I was employee number 18 at Joe Gibbs Racing ironically that's a great number and uh to spend many years there with joe and and jd and coy and be a part of their organization was amazing to that point and can't thank them enough and so to be able to to be uh, in this class with with waddell buddy and tony that's off racing somewhere as always and uh and and for joe i mean it's just a real honor you know because i've known all of these all of them at some point in time as far as, uh, you know, Buddy at, at times and, and Waddell, you know, known him and admired what he's done. So with Joe and Tony, it's just uh, it's just amazing to be here. So the feeling's probably just overwhelming. I'm still trying to uh, figure out, uh, figure it out as far as uh, the excitement because it's just it's just been a thrill. It's a thrill to be here. That's Bobby Labonte. Coming up, we'll feature the remaining two inductees for the 2020 NASCAR Hall of Fame class, Buddy Baker and Waddell Wilson. Later, we'll preview this weekend's Pocono 400. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it up with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Let's take a look at the Motor Racing Network weekend schedule as we get set to head to Pocono Raceway. It all kicks off Friday afternoon at 1 Eastern time with Xfinity Series practice. Friday at 2, the first cup practice of the weekend. And then Friday at 4, another cup series practice. On Saturday, pole qualifying for the Pocono 400. That starts at 11.30 Eastern time, followed by the Pocono Green 250, recycled by J.P. Mascaro and Sons. That's at 12.30 Eastern Time, the Xfinity Series race right here on the Motor Racing Network. And then Sunday, the main event, the Pocono 400, that comes your way Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Coming up next, we'll honor Buddy Baker. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey guys, it's Corey Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. We talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what is that, you know? Like, yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb, and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney's here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Hours 2. 
Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on the Straight Line, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss the Straight Line, Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Thanks for hanging out with us this week on NASCAR Live. Last week, the 2020 class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame was announced. Another driver to be enshrined is the late Buddy Baker. LZ Wiley Buddy Baker Jr. was born on January 25, 1941 in Florence, South Carolina. He was the son of two-time Cup Series champion and NASCAR Hall of Fame driver, Buck Baker. At six foot, six inches tall, Buddy could have gone into any number of sports, but racing was in his blood. His father, Buck, wasn't always sure that he would become a race car driver, as he described during a 1975 race broadcast. That's right. He, uh, Barney, when he first started out, he would sit in the uh, grandstand with his fingers in his ears, and he didn't even like the sound of automobiles, you know. And um, I, we started out, and I got him an old car, and and after I uh, daggone near bankrupt myself and and began to see where he looked like he had some potential. <laughs> and you know, people come along and say, well, I believe this boy's gonna make it. And then there you go. And he popped up one day and told me, he said, Dad, you know, I've got a chance for a good ride here. And um, what do you think? He said, I don't want to disappoint you and I don't want to leave you. I said, son, the name of this game is go with the best, do the best you can and don't ever worry about outrunning me or, or leaving me because that's the way you get to the front in racing is just get the best ride and go with that. Buddy started his professional racing career in 1959 at Columbia Speedway and finished 14th in that first event. From there, it was all or nothing. Here's Buddy Baker coming to the line. Lenny Parson right there behind him at the line. It is number 15. Buddy Baker has won it three times in a row. This great Winston 500 at Talladega, Alabama. Buddy Baker was always making milestones, even with his first cup victory at Charlotte Motor Speedway, where he became the 100th different winner in NASCAR's top series. He was the first driver to exceed 200 miles per hour on a closed course. And upon his death, he remained the record holder for the fastest Daytona 500 in NASCAR history in 1980. Ladies and gentlemen, Buddy Baker has to be choked with emotion after 20 years of trying to capture the Daytona 500 checkered flag for Buddy Baker as he comes across the start-finish line and some 100,000-plus fans cheer him as he heads off out into turn number one. I'll be honest with you. The car was so dominant that I went, if you lose this one, you won't get another chance, I don't think. And basically that would have been true. Um, everything went perfectly um, throughout the entire race, but near the end, it was almost like you could hear the grease in the rear end. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was one of those things, please Lord, let me have this one thing. I've been trying so long and been so close so many times. And then when I did win, I went by the start-finish line, and like a little schoolboy, I started yelling, and I went, stupid, nobody can hear you. <laughs> Save it till you get in winner's circle. And then I went down the back stretch, and I went, wait a minute, this is a Daytona 500. I'll yell if I want to. <laughs> now I let her rip. Buddy Baker finished his career with 700 starts, 19 wins, including three World 600s at Charlotte, four victories at Talladega Super Speedway, and the 1970 Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. After retiring in 1994, Baker moved from the driver's seat to the TV booth as a commentator for nearly a decade. Buddy also inspired a generation of drivers as a mentor, including Cup driver Ryan Newman. He was, you know, he was instrumental in, in my racing career. Um, very appreciative for all the things that he taught me. And heck, he always said, the more, the more he taught me what not to do than what to do was, was more important uh, than, than trying to tell me how to drive the race car. So if I just didn't make the mis mistakes that he made uh, when he was learning, I would, I would be, you know, a better driver. So I appreciate, uh, you know, his, his support. And you know, we just got to be thankful for uh, all the time that we've, we've had him and uh, all that he's done for me and so many other people in the NASCAR world. 
The Motor Racing Network honors Buddy Baker as an inductee for the NASCAR Hall of Fame Class of 2020. One of the nicest guys ever to sit behind the wheel of a race car. Buddy's 1980 Daytona 500 victory happened with the help of crew chief Waddell Wilson, our fifth inductee for next year's class in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. When the names Bobby Allison, Buddy Baker, David Pearson, and Benny Parsons are mentioned, true NASCAR fans also think of Waddell Wilson. The North Carolina native spent his life building some of the best engines in NASCAR during the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Wilson started out as a driver, but quickly realized that engine building was his niche. During the 1960s and 70s, Wilson worked for the famed Holman Moody Stables, where cars featuring his power plants won 109 times, nabbed 123 pole positions, and claimed three championships with some of the best in the sport at the wheel. When Buddy Baker made history in 1970 at Talladega by setting the first 200-mile-per-hour qualifying lap, his hot rod sported an engine built by Wilson. Later in his career, Wilson became a crew chief, winning the Daytona 500 three times from atop the pit box. Wilson says his first Daytona 500 win sticks out among his most precious memories. Checkered flag for Buddy Baker as he comes across the start-finish line. Baker winning the Daytona 500. Well, there's a lot of high, highs and a lot of lows, but I've been asked that question a lot of times, and I think probably you know, the way it come off at Daytona in 1980 with Buddy Baker winning that and the, and the record still stands today was one of the big ones, but there were so many big ones with some great drivers that I cherish. His huge influence in the sport notwithstanding, Wilson believes he was lucky to have been a part of it. I mean, you go back and you take about Wireball Roberts, Fred Lorenzo, David Pierce, Bobby Allison, Kale, Mario, Benny Parsons, you know, there's so many of these guys that, you know, I look back and think what an honor it was to be able to work with these guys. And I thank for John, John Holman, mainly for giving me a job at Holman and Moody and giving me that opportunity. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Watt L. Wilson as an inductee of the NASCAR Hall of Fame 2020 class. Don't forget the induction ceremony is set for January 31st at the Charlotte Convention Center in Uptown Charlotte. Coming up next on NASCAR Live, we'll chat with Ross Chastain, and later we'll preview this weekend's Pocono 400. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favorites anywhere. Our signature center-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game-day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Since 1942, Freightliner has been an industry innovator, developing trucks renowned for their dependability and efficiency. Whether your job requires a dump truck, a concrete mixer, or a delivery truck, you can count on Freightliner to maximize your productivity. With a wide range of horsepower and torque rating that meet even the most demanding job conditions. Freightliner trucks are built to build your business. Learn more at Freightliner.com. Freightliner. Work smart. Iron Man Ross Chastain joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Check out MRN.com for a new podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Benson to the bottom of the racetrack. This is the race for the lead of the win at Michigan. And some wild moments. One truck is in the air. Matt Crafton upside down. And we'll let you hear the stories behind them. He was too bullheaded to let me pass him, and I was too bullheaded to let him have it. Download the show for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. Before you know it, we'll be crowning the 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup champion in Miami. You need to be there to witness Ford Championship Weekend, November 15th through the 17th at Homestead Miami Speedway. Three days, three races, three NASCAR champions. What a year for Joey Logano, and he caps it off with a win at Homestead Miami Speedway. Pick out the best seats in the house for the pinnacle race of the 2019 NASCAR season in South Florida. Call 866-409-7223. That's 866-409-RACE.
This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. And sliding into the MRN studios now is Ross Chastain. So, Ross, uh, everybody's heard the story. Last year, your career looked to be on the way up, but then you had the rug pulled out from under you, and you come back, and you've been in every race this year in all three of NASCAR's top touring series. That's up to 32 at this point, and you've got to win at Kansas to top it off. How grueling is it to race that much to start the season? Yeah, it is for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's. Um, I mean, I was going to race for Nice Motorsports no matter what. I was going to run for premium no matter what. So the only thing that really changed was um, was the Xfinity ride, and that's been, um, you know, we've been able to put everything back together with Johnny Davis and Gary Keller, and uh, from there add in some races with Colleague and, and Matt Colleague and everybody at Nutrient Ag Solutions. So, uh, yeah, not, not how we thought it was going to go. Um, <laughs> But so glad that uh, everything at Nice Motorsports worked out and we were able to get our first win together. Um, you know, Al uh, uh, in his 90-something race and my 60-something race. So um, took us both longer than we wanted. That's, that's, I guess that's quick for a team owner, but it's long for a driver to get yeah. their first win. Everything feels longer when you're waiting for it, almost like waiting for Santa Claus to come at Christmas, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Eight years of, uh, of trying to do this stuff, and it's it's tough, and that's why um, that's why I wanted it so bad, and that's why when we did win, I, uh, I celebrated a lot. How long do you think this streak will go? You passed Kyle Busch, you had 22 or 23. How long can you, how deep can you take this streak? Uh, it's, it's looking like it'll be a truck race somewhere we'll miss. Um, so when that comes to an end, that's, that's fine. Uh, it's still cool to I guess have an NASCAR record that I didn't even know existed. So though I guess we keep records about everything. That's exactly right. When you got that win, did you kind of say, "Oh man, I wish I had declared for points in the truck series"? Well, I mean, we talked about it, um, and Hal and I had some late night phone calls about it, and and it just at the time I had already shook hands with Johnny Davis, and that's what he runs off of is the purse bonus money for an Xfinity driver in the Xfinity series. It's it's say six thousand dollars a race, and that. Um, that's just um, that's the difference in being able to run for Johnny all year and not. So um, that's a stipulation he has. Um, there's no contracts, but it's a handshake, and when you shake his hand, that that means you claim Xfinity points. So um, that's just uh, the nature of the beast. And um, no, we're not gonna let anything get us down about this win. Um, we uh, we're gonna try to go get more um, and try to just just keep executing. That's honestly our strongest suit. We have good race trucks. We have great people um this is definitely one of the i mean it's the best group i've almost ever worked with really um they just they work together good they they um they push each other they like it's just like good old racing and and yeah. but we have fast trucks in 2019 and it's really cool everybody has come to know you at least earlier in your career and and still now as the watermelon guy that's how your family came up and i saw a video where you had your dad and your uncle and your grandfather out there all talking watermelons it's good to be watermelon season now right it is man we are shipping them out of florida it's florida watermelon season we are shipping them out as hard as we can go right now now that it's it's finally warmed up mm -hmm. uh, until this week it's been pretty pretty cool uh, the whole eastern seaboard and the northeast of the united states so um, yeah, it's uh, it's go time. We've had to hold back uh, the previous two weeks, and now it's it is uh, it's go time, and keep this hot weather, and everybody buying watermelons, and everything will be all right. So, like racing, that's also a challenging business and weather dependent. Man, I I dream about having a job that doesn't depend on the weather, like <laughs> farming. Um, one freak hailstorm or, or rain if you get three inches at the wrong time in your field you, you could lose everything and at least with racing um, on the ovals it's just we just wait till tomorrow if mm -hmm. it rains uh, the road courses now we throw them dang rain tires on and here we go and they throw up so much spray i can't never i never can see where i'm going <laughs> um the windshield wipers never work in my cars i feel like and uh, we never have the right kind of rain x on it's like everything goes wrong on those so i enjoy running road courses and i enjoy racing or i enjoy running in the rain i just don't like whenever i can't see where i'm going so yeah that's kind of I wish, difficult i hope one day nascar works on getting the spray knocked down with so, i mean everybody else running down the highway these buses and and some a lot of trucks run fender flaps and different things mm -hmm. tail flaps and somebody like, would figure out a way to make that let's go do something to somehow. get that dang yeah. spray knocked down <laughs> so we can see so we can race <laughs> well ross congratulations on the start of the season and good luck the rest of the year thanks coming up on nascar live we'll preview this weekend's pocono 400 and later we'll go beyond the track with drivers and their favorite magic tricks
At AutoZone, we're all about giving you more ways to get more done. Like the AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get more, like a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. Got more to do? We've got more for you to do it. Looking to protect your engine? Regular oil and oil filter changes are the best way to keep your engine running strong and running long. And if you're looking to do the job yourself, AutoZone can help. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. Da -dum -da -dum -da -dum -da -dum -dang -dang. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Da -dum -da -dum -da -dum. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up next, we'll preview Pocono. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Wings Nation, your go-to for Wayne Sprint Car Talk news and information. Find all the episodes of Wayne Nation on your favorite podcast platforms. Steve Post, Ashley Stremme, and Aaron Evernham. Go in-depth with the race winners and personalities from dirt tracks all across America. Like Winged Nation on Facebook. Follow Wayne Nation on Twitter. You'll get stories and information and live broadcasts of Wayne Nation shows from some of the top dirt tracks in the nation. Winged Nation, your home for Wayne Sprint Cars. For children with chronic medical conditions, Victory Junction means friends, fun, freedom. That's because we provide a medically safe environment where kids who live in a world of hospitals and doctor's visits can laugh, play, and discover all they can be, all at no cost to their families. Victory Junction inspires confidence, builds self-esteem, and changes the life of every camper who comes through our gates. Find out how you can change a child's life. Go to victoryjunction.org. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This weekend, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series moves to the Pocono Raceway for the Pocono 400. With a preview, here's Kyle Rickey. With the Coca-Cola 600 in the books, Martin Truex Jr. leads NASCAR's Cup drivers to Pocono to tackle the tricky triangle. Truex is the defending winner of this race and expects more chaos than normal especially on restarts. You know, I don't know how much the corner speeds are going to play play out, how much you know throttle we can actually run through. Or can we run wide open? I don't know. So it's going to be crazy on restarts more than normal, which is can't even imagine. It's already always been pretty wild, but uh, it'll be interesting for sure to figure it out. Defending champion Joey Logano thinks the difference in speed could cause the cars to race differently on the track than fans are used to seeing. Well, that's the longest straightaway in NASCAR. That's that's what I know every time I go there. <laughs> that's what they say. So uh, you have a long time to draft uh, down down the, the front straightaway and really down the long pond straightaway. Uh, you have uh, you know a, a long time for the cars to suck up to each other uh, before you get into the corners. So um, I don't really know what to expect. Brad Keselowski thinks the race will be a different challenge, especially considering the lack of shifting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how well they draft. Um, you know, obviously the Xfinity cars ran it last year, and uh, that presented its own set of challenges. Uh, I'm not really sure what to expect with the Cup cars. It's interesting. I, I think uh, the guys were telling me that we're not going to be allowed to shift there. I don't know how that's going to play into effect as well. We're allowed to shift, but the rules were changed on the transmissions to make it to where you basically can't shift. Uh, you would think with those long straightaways, you'll get a, a pretty good uh, draft. But then again, without being able to shift, uh, I suspect you'll have a hard time uh, getting launched out of the corner to take advantage of that draft. So uh, I can't really say I have a, a great feel for it at the moment, but it, it should be a very interesting challenge. Thanks, Kyle. You know, over the weekend, I had a chance to chat with Cole Pern, the winning crew chief of the Coke 600 at Charlotte for driver Martin Truex Jr., we talked about the challenges of getting a good setup 
for Pocono Raceway. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, three different corners, all different corner radius, uh, all different loads, so it's uh, it's a big challenge for sure. And then just uh, this year with the new rules, it's going to be uh, you know quite a bit different um, from that aspect. Uh, normally we deal with shifting and stuff, but we're not going to be doing that this year. So, uh, yeah, a lot uh, a lot different. Still a lot of unknowns as far as uh, how the race is going to go. I mean, the restarts I'm sure will be extra hairy as they there normally are and with these rules it'll be even crazier so uh yeah it'll be uh, a lot of unknowns but uh anxious to get up there and see how it goes you mentioned how different the corners are and everybody says you might have to give up something in one of those is there a way to get around that and kind of be pretty good in all three or do you have to surrender something somewhere to be good where you really want to be um yeah you uh you know you kind of just have to make the best balance of all of them and you know understand where uh where you're going to strong suits are going to be and, and play to those. But, you know, uh, ultimately the car that's going to be good there is, uh, is going to be able to get uh, through all of them well. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's what you strive to do. With this package you mentioned earlier, how different things are, about a third of the way through the season, what do we know about what it likes and what it doesn't like? For example, at Kansas, a lot of folks said it seemed like the cooler weather. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess from what aspect, right? I mean, there's the, the fan aspect and the, the people watching the race, and then there's the competitor aspect. Uh, you know, for us, it's it's frustrating. It's uh, it's tough to, you know, the, the swing between uh, clean air to traffic is uh, is so huge with the with the low horsepower. You just don't have uh, much room to recover. Um, it's it's so momentum based. So it's uh, it's a difficult challenge. Uh, you know, knowing exactly what you need because uh, you're being put in so many different scenarios through the race. You know, you need one thing for clean air and you need one thing if you're fifth and you need one thing if you're 10th and it's just uh it's very uh very difficult to to tune in and uh you know we're still wrapping our arms around it for sure uh, we've had some good races with them we've had some bad ones so it's uh still one uh, we're trying to figure out as we go all right cole thanks for your time and good luck thanks a lot that's cole pern crew chief for martin truex jr coming up we've got our AutoZone commercial free zone brought to you by AutoZone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Three, two, one. The Firekeepers Casino 400, Sunday, June 9th at Michigan International Speedway. NASCAR's most entertaining track. There's tons to do with the whole family, like camping, live music, fireworks, and more. Tickets for as low as $39. Admission for kids under 12 is half price with a free pit pass, courtesy of Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Michigan International Speedway. You don't get it until you get here. Visit mispeedway.com for tickets. This is NASCAR Live. Now back to your host, Woody Kane. Thanks again for joining us on this week's edition of NASCAR Live. Well, as we head to the tricky triangle this weekend, we thought we'd ask some of your favorite drivers about their most memorable magic tricks. It's this week's NASCAR Live Beyond the Track. Oh, ho, ho, it's magic. The biggest lap of Martin Truex um, a lot of magic tricks blow my mind, but that, you know, once you read into them all, you kind of realize that it's all sleight of hand. So then you're just like, okay, well, that was cool, but I don't know how you did it, but it was cool, and that's about it. Right now, still side by side by Matt Tip. I've been to a couple of Chris Angel shows, so those have been entertaining and kind of dark and scary, but cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm not too much into that, but uh, I'm all about the, the vanishing deals, or uh, there's one they chopped a girl in half with an axe and stuff and I don't really know how they did that or anything but it was creepy and slightly demonic but it was fun to watch I guess <laughs> but I think that's Chris Angel's show in general Brandon Jones is the race leader ah, yeah, this is funny you asked that I love magic uh, whenever I was probably 10 years old maybe a little bit less uh, I wanted to be a magician actually so I was into Chris Angel I was into uh, David Blaine all that stuff um, had some magic kits, got okay at some sleight of hand card tricks. Here comes Kyle Larson with a full head of steam. Ronald McDonald was freaking Owen out. Uh, not really freaking him out, but 
he was doing some magic tricks for him on pit road at Atlanta. So that was that was kind of cool. Some creepy ones also, but agree. Uh, <laughs> I like Daniel Hemrick. I was telling a story the other day about how. We go to, down to Daytona for the kickoff of the year. Lisa Kennedy and Ben Kennedy and, and that family have us over to their house, and they always bring in this world-renowned magician. And every year, it gets better and better. And the one particular thing that happened this year, you know how it is. It's kind of like one guy sees something, and the crowd starts building. That's the way it happens when this guy's there. And we're standing there with my wife, Kinsey, and she has a, her wedding ring. is a pretty good-sized center diamond that we actually inherited from her great-great-grandmother and then had a, her wedding ring built around it. Long story short, can't be replaced. And the, it, the, the trick consists of her taking it off, and somewhere along the lines, he put it in his wallet and flipped something around, starts telling us all kinds of stuff, doing, a, doing the trick. And the next thing you know, her ring's like hanging from a string in somebody else's pocket. It was the most mind-boggling thing, because for about five minutes, her ring was MIA. It's gone. And I thought, oh man, I've really... I've, uh, this just cost me a lot of money and a lot of heartache. This is not going to be good, but that was a uh, pretty mind-boggling, to say the least. What a dominating performance for Noah Gregson. I like magic a lot. Like, I watch America's Got Talent on YouTube, like YouTube cl clips and everything of, like, magic, and I was really into it when, uh, when I was a younger kid, just trying to watch all that stuff, and I'm, I'm pretty enthusiastic into that stuff, but... I don't know. I've been very busy, so I don't really do much magic. But I, you could do if you could do one trick better than anybody. What would it be? Um, figure out how to get girls to like me. Oh, Noah, you'll get there sooner or later. And I think if you keep running like you did this past weekend, you're not going to have any trouble at all, folks. Before we wrap up the show, Susie Armstrong has this week in NASCAR history. This week we start our journey in 1980. Bob Seger blows to the top of the charts with Against the Wind. Mount St. Helens blows its top, forcing people in the Pacific Northwest to dig out, shoveling ash after the eruption of a week prior. And Darrell Waltrip and Benny Parsons dug in at Charlotte Motor Speedway, battling to the wire in the World 600. The fans are delirious as Waltrip goes to the high side. He'll take the high part of the banking with Benny Parsons glued down low, tries to show the advantage. Benny Parsons will lead Waltrip off the banking to the number two turn, and it's now nose to tail on the back stretch. Oh, boy, he's pushing him down through the straightaway now, right into turn three around Cale Yarbrough. They're running up on Blackie Wangren. Waltrip is right down on the apron. He is working up at the left rear corner of Parsons. He's trying to move to the inside. Out of the corner, Benny Parsons leads Darrell Waltrip down to the start-finish line, and he will win the 21st Annual World. 600. 1998. Country fans embrace Faith Hill's This Kiss, sending it to the top of the charts. Godzilla returns to theaters, smashing buildings and records at the box office. Kelsey Grammer's fussing and fuming sends NBC's Frasier to the ratings summit. And Dale Jarrett was on fumes as he took the checkers in the MBNA Platinum 400 at Dover International Speedway. This kiss, this Jarrett with cars bypassing him on the outside can just about coast home from here. He's that far in front of Jeff Burton off turn four. Here comes Jarrett to the checkered flag. He never led all day until there were eight laps to go. Dale Jarrett wins the NBNA 400 at Dover by a half a lap over Jeff Burton. 2009, the Academy of Country Music salutes George Strait as the artist of the year in an all-star concert on CBS. Jay Leno passes NBC's Tonight Show torch to Conan O'Brien, and Jimmy Johnson refuses to relinquish his leading man status in the first state of Delaware and claims victory in the Autism Speaks 400, his fourth win on the concrete at Dover. Here comes Johnson to the back shoot for the final time. Here is the Monster Mile. Dominating performance will be punctuated with victory in the checkered flag in the first state. This time, the best car does win. Jimmy Johnson, who led 297 laps today, comes home as the winner of the Autism Speaks 400. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thanks, Susie. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Thanks to Joe Gibbs, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Waddell Wilson, 
Martin Truex Jr.'s crew chief Cole Pern and Ross Chastain for joining us on today's show. I'm Woody Kane filling in for Mike Bagley. He'll be right back here next week for another edition of NASCAR Live. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida and was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbert. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.